0: This is Charlie Parsons for Boxing Social and Association with Forged Irish Stout Ready to Fight and Empire Fight Store. I cannot believe, right, first things first, you are the hardest man in the world to tie down, especially on different time zones. I dread to know what your WhatsApps look like because I'm sat here in my PJs watching the footy and all of a sudden I get, I can do 15 minutes. Thank God I didn't, do an, I didn't go to bed and have an early night. And then you come on here, you've put the hair slicked back. Looking like something out of a say, a seventies film I don't hate it we've got sort of we've got no big Parsons.
1: let's let's be honest right people can see both of us right now in this video No, yeah? they
0: can't they can't
1: okay well let me just paint the picture yeah forty four years old when you said look like something out of a seventies film I presume you meant a james Bond movie <laughs> I, my stock's gone like this yours is plummeting. You look like you've been dragged through a bush, your barnets all over the place. I don't know what's going on. I mean, and, and, and when you say, Oh, you know, um, you just messaged me out of the blue saying, uh, You know, um, I can do 15 minutes now. You're lucky I'm sitting at home on the sofa. What else were you going to be doing on Tuesday? Actually, do you want to
0: know? Probably like
1: playing, like, Nintendo Wii or whatever you do or you something. I don't know like
0: that. what I sacrificed tonight. Sure. So shout out um Toby who is Jude Bellingham's best friend. He invited me down to the Aston You drop saying
1: down there Parsons. I know
0: I dropped a cheeky name and I know Jude follows you so we're definitely dropping the name even more. He invited me to watch Aston Villa versus Newcastle. I was travelling through Birmingham today and I thought you know what no, I want to do a little bit with the general.
1: No. And Lies. Seriously. Got a funny story for you. Just, just logged in yesterday. Finished my work. Thought to myself, Do you know what? It's seventy three degrees outside. There could be an opportunity for a cheeky little thirty minutes in the sun. See the old schnoz is a bit burnt, right? Went up to the Chelsea, the pool at the Cosmo. Laying there, lovely bit of currant bun in me shorts right? Obviously, ripped to shreds these days. I hear, Wagwan General. I'm like, I've opened my eyes, some geezer is standing over me, going, and I'm like, hi. He goes, I didn't know it was you, but I basically don't really follow boxing, so I sent a WhatsApp to the boys, and they went, go over to him and go, all right, Sean or Wagwan General. I'm like, oh, nice one, mate. Um, to get back to the sun, yeah? So it's following me everywhere.
0: Can you know? I just, before I react, last time you get me with the hook, line and sinker and I was like, did that really happen? And you went, no. Sh- no, that,
1: that right. did happen.
0: Oh my God. Someone has yeah. come up to you in the Cosmopolitan in Las Vegas and said, why General?
1: Whilst I was sunbathing, standing right over me. Yeah.
0: Do you know, yeah, just on, lastly, on that topic, I'll just be, I'd, I was in Zara the other day. In fact, I was in a shop in Manchester. Looking Zara at trainers, lovely little Zara number. We're also going to address the elephant in the room in a second. Um and honestly, this geezer scrolling through TikTok connected to the speaker sound system. My friends were there to vouch. And in the shop, while I'm shopping, looking at trainers, I hear Wagwan General. Mm. While I'm
1: shopping. I think. When you talk about storytelling, some people can do it, some people can't.
0: I saw you get mugged off about a storytelling on TikTok, actually.
1: What's the elephant in the room, by the way? Have you had your teeth done, Sean? No. Guess see? No. They look
0: so white. What's the no. lighting situation behind the camera?
1: No, no, I've had, like, I've used whitening strips before, but I've never, like, I'm not doing the old dentures, you know, like going out to Turkey and having them drilled down and all oh, that the
0: veneers.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I might do that for the barnet, but not the teeth. <laughs> I've not been to Turkey for anything. Um, right, let's get... Anyway, to... now you've got about two minutes, so what do you want to say? <laughs> uh,
0: John Ryder and Jaime Munguier, not to be, but a very valiant performance and what a servant he's been to British boxing.
1: Yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens for his future. I think he's been there and done it all and I'm really proud of John, like, he had four fights that really could have gone either way. Billy Joe Saunders, Callum Smith, Jack Armfield, and Rocky Fielding and he didn't get one nod in any of those fights so he was a little bit unlucky and you know really after those performances, particularly after Armfield and Fielding, that could have been it for him. and where he's come back and you know he boxed in Las Vegas, he he knocked out Akaway for the interim world title, uh, beat Daniel Jacobs at Alexandra Palace. Uh, fought Canelo Alvarez in front of 70,000 in Guadalajara, beat Zach Parker for the interim world title, fought Jaime Munguia in Phoenix. Like, I don't, I know people don't really like talking about money, but I don't care. He's made a nice few quid at the end of his career, and that's all I wanted for John. He's actually our longest serving fighter. Goes back to the Darren Barker days, and I've never had a contract with John Ryder, you know, We've done a great job for him. He's been super loyal as well. And I'm just, if he does decide to leave the sport, nothing makes me happier than seeing him get his house, pay off the mortgage, you know, make sure the kids are looked after and and live a nice life after boxing. And I see him staying in the game, whatever he does. And, you know, I'm sure he'll announce his plan soon.
0: Well, his stable mate headlines in Vegas this week at the Cosmopolitan. Connor Ben against Peter Dobson. Uh, just your thoughts going into this. We know that Peter Dobson can talk a good game, but we do, if we're honest, expect Connor to come through this, hopefully with flying colours, I suppose, and then move into another a, a fight quite soon in April, perhaps?
1: Yeah, I mean, rather than wait till April, I wanted to keep him active. You know, we had five weeks. I like Dobson. We just had a head-to-head. He talks a great game. I mean, he's quite a big lump. He's really a hundred and fifty-four pounder, undefeated, had, had it pretty tough. And he's actually, you know, a kid from Brooklyn. He's tough as nails. Um, but if Conor Ben is talking about who he's talking about, and we're talking about making them, he's got to make a statement here. I mean, to headline on the strip in Las Vegas is massive for any UK fighter. Obviously, it's it's a weird one because we're going early, so it's going to be a two thirty. Uh, main event time here in Vegas, 10.30 UK. And I expect a good fight. You know how Connor fights. He's box office every time he fights. I think he's going to go in there and do a demolition job. But, but I think Dobson's going to be in there sticking it out. And I think it'll be tough while it lasts. But I think he's going to make a statement. And from there, we need to land him a big fight in April, May.
0: When I spoke to Frank, he said he didn't necessarily want to talk about the Eubank fight, and obviously it's your intent to try and do that in a stadium in the summer, but maybe you talk about April, May, maybe Eubank not as soon as then, who knows. But on your side, what sort of opponent do you then start looking at the sort of the, the I think Furman's got a fight scheduled now. But Yeah, but I mean, look, you
1: know... British boxing's dying out for a big fight. You know, the appeal is going to come sometime in February. Hopefully we get that boxed off, we win that, and then we just... We're often running in the UK. Chris Eubank, Kel Brook, Liam Smith, three really big fights for the UK that we can make very, very easily. Well, some other than Eubank. But if not, Conor Ben can box anywhere in the world. And you're seeing that now. So, you know, coming over here, making a name for himself in the US, maybe we come back and, and take a big fight in April, May. But, you know, my instructions are very clear from Conor Ben: Big name next, because he calls them out and he genuinely wants them. But I've got to deliver. But he's got to go in there and do a job on Dobson first on Saturday night.
0: Um, in terms of the clash, are you going to clash main events on, on Saturday? We know that obviously Bwats- No, it's a good fight. You
1: know, Boatzee, Aziz, I, we, we will ring walk around 10.30. So I think they'll go a little bit earlier than that. Um, but yeah, we're going to do our thing. And Conor Ben's a massive draw. Of course.
0: Um, just I suppose quickly on Boatsy as he's obviously previously promoting Josh. Uh, your prediction in a fight like that—what do you think of it?
1: Well, I think coming through and on paper you'd expect Boatsy to deal with him handily, but he's just been out of sorts. He's had no momentum. He hasn't looked very good at all in his last couple of fights, which and therefore I make it a close fight. I think yeah. if Josh is still the fighter that. I thought he'd be. I think he wins. But boy, uh, Aziz is going to be on him and you know he's going to take him to the world, perhaps. So it's a good fight.
0: We are two weeks away now from Tyson Fury versus Alexander Rusik, the first undisputed clash in a long, long time. We know that Lennox Lewis will be there uh, as doing sort of part of the handing over as part of the event. We believe that you'll be in town in Riyadh. We'll discuss that in a second. But just your final prediction going into that.
1: Yeah, I'll definitely be there. I mean, we've got Jai Pataia on the card. Hopefully Joe Caldina as well, just tying up. So, you know, it's an honour to have a couple of fighters on that card. And I can't wait for the main event as a fan. You know, it's exactly what boxing needs. And I know that we say thank you to his excellency a lot, but genuinely thank you to his excellency because we wouldn't have had that fight without him. It's what we need. It's what both fighters need. Fury's been amazing in his career, but this is the moment where I think he can go down as a real great. Um, I want him to win. He's a Brit. Um, and of course, I want him to fight AJ as well. I, I love Usyk, but yeah, I can't wait to watch it. It's a real, you know, it's a fight for greatness and that's what the sport needs.
0: Edward, you mentioned Gael Pataya, He left the Tyson Fury camp after only five rounds box. To this point, no one still seems really to know why. A lot of people have said, obviously, Just... it's great preparation for Myris Bredis. We know it was in the contract, but are you able to give a little bit more clarity?
1: Just that, really. I think, obviously, you got a, a, a probably seven or eight Southpaw fighters there and just Tyson Fury. And, you know, he done a few rounds with him and it was a great experience to be back in Saudi. But I think he thought to himself, look, I need to prepare against tough orthodox fighters if I'm going in to fight Maris Bradis, which is a very tough fight, you know. So just, I think, felt that it was best to return back, get that preparation in and he'll be back in Saudi next week.
0: We see the card on box rec, and we see a sort. Of, we've seen some graphics, I think, like maybe a month or so ago, but nothing formally, uh, especially on the Cordina kakachi front and the rest of the card. Are you able to sort of explain why? Obviously, two yeah. weeks. down no, I'll let.
1: Obviously, that's down to, to Queensbury and top ranking gold star. Um, the the Opatai fight is is obviously done. Um, the Cordina fight's just boxed in off as well. So from our side, yeah, you know, like I said, it's an honor to be at those fights on the card. And all the rest of the card, I'm sure, will be announced in due course.
0: Edward, Anthony Joshua versus Francis Ngannou. We know that he is... Uh... The lump
1: Ngannou. As you see, his post. I mean, like, the guy's a beast.
0: What What do we think going... Are you nervous? Like, obviously, there's... massively but there's nervous because you can't really, now.
1: like... You can't... If you lose, it's a disaster. Right? You're not losing to Deontay Wilder. You're losing to a zero and one guy. Forget whatever happened in the Fury fight. But if you go in there and you make a statement, it's a hell of a statement. And, you know, I think it just puts you in a great position to go, you know, Turkey Al Sheikhs already said, I want the winner of Fury Ngannou to fight the winner of Fury against Usyk. So for us, that's a dream opportunity. I am not scared, but I'm not concerned because I think Ngannou is an immovable object and he's a lump and he can really punch. But on paper, I've said it before, I still believe you should be dealing with guys like that and doing it in start.
0: After the fight, obviously, we saw Angani was ranked with the top 15 with the WBC. There's something within the rulings with the WBC that says, actually, you can come in from a combat sports background, whether that be MMA or another martial art, and get a ranking. Obviously, he was ranked after the Fury fight. A lot of people had their criticism. Sort of As a whole, how would you assess Francis Angani's chances against a lot of the heavyweight division in the top 15?
1: You know, you just don't know. I said after that, like, you don't know if he could get beaten by a top, a guy in the top 50 or a guy in the top 10. This fight's going to tell us everything. I don't think you can say it was a fluke. I don't think you just go in there and fluke. It's like, well, I'm going to go in there and just be competitive against Tyson Fury. Like, he did it because he's got ability. He, he can punch. And he's obviously got a good boxing brain as well. But I still stand by. I think AJ should be doing a job on him. And I think he will. But he's dangerous, and when he's letting his hands go, anything can happen, and that's why it's going to be a massive event.
0: The Romford Ball uh, makes his Las Vegas and American debut this Saturday. Obviously, we're buzzing for him. You did go on record before and say that he beats Francis Ngannou. Do you still believe that,
1: Edward? That was pre-Tyson Fury fight, you know, and a lot of what I say is my opinion at the time. My opinion changes with facts and knowledge and information, and I thought Fury and Ngannou would be a mismatch. Ended up being a brilliant fight that, you know, arguably Angarnu won and he dropped him. So of course I'm going to change my opinion there. But, you know, um Johnny Fisher is a very good young heavyweight. He's got a tough fight here on in Vegas on Saturday. He's got a few hundred coming out. It's going to be a great atmosphere. And, you know, really pleased to give UK fighters like Johnny, Jimmy Sainz, George Lidd just the most incredible experience. And, and it's going to put them in great stead for their career.
0: John Fury was firing at Carl Froch. today. a lot of people firing at Carl Froch at the minute. I suppose he's happy to give a little fire at you guys as well. He's a first class shithouse, wants to kick up the arse and he'll get it off me if he ever comes around me. They're jealous because people are only interested I love the smile on your face while I read this out. Only interested in current champions. No one wants to know about has been. That's why when you see the Furies out of boxing, you'll never see us again. We don't hang around as has been. You're a bum Carl Froch. Keep my son's name out of your mouth because you aren't good enough to kiss his fucking ass
1: okay I'm looking forward to Carl's response um, f- Carl's got is- on fighting out which is very enjoyable Like, and you know I've actually spoke to him. I'm going to meet up with him when I'm back we need to do a catch up but Carl's going to be Carl he's going to give his opinion um, and yeah John's John so we need them both we need all these people John Fury is great for boxing you know, I don't agree with everything he says all the time, but he's still a right character. He's entertaining. And same with Frotch. You know, Frotch is a legend of the sport. So, yeah.
0: We know you were at, obviously, KSI um, Fury earlier in the year. John Fury was there that night. Have you ever actually like, had a conversation in person? We know that before he's
1: threatened. I think so, to live, no.
0: you know? Do you think it would I'm be at- nicer now things have moved a little bit?
1: I've got no problem with John Fury. I've I've always said I think he's very entertaining. I think I don't have to agree with everything he says. I'm sure he don't agree with a lot of what I say. But I think that the Furies believe, I'd like to believe, that they think I'm a very good promoter. They probably think I'm a bell end, But I'm really not, if you actually spend a bit of time with me. But look, it's the game, isn't it? Don't hate the player, hate the game, baby.
0: That is my go-to saying at the minute. That looks like a man who wants to sign out, so I'm going to rattle some off. Haney versus Garcia. Our negotiation's back underway. And do you think at the minute, Ryan Garcia's maybe talking a little bit too much before stuff Yeah, I think
1: that he's excited. He wants to make the fights. The Roley fight fell through. There's a chance to make Haney. I know there's been a few conversations I'm catching up with the Haneys this week. It's a fantastic fight to the zone. I think it's the fight to make. So fingers crossed it gets over the
0: line. What's the crack with Oscar? Because obviously when you were gassing it all up at the press conference, he didn't bat an eyelid. And then I think he came out before the broadcast and said that he does want to work with you. And uh, I think it was only Al Heyman that he encouraged to get involved. And I think you filmed the face-off with each other. I mean, how did that week
1: unfold? It's good. Oscar talks a great game. I hope it's all genuine. Sometimes the body language doesn't quite suggest that, but um, I respect him. He's he's a tremendous fighter and he's got a good stable. And obviously we're on the same platform. So you saw the success when we came together for Mungia Ryder. Hopefully we can do more business together.
0: We saw something this week circulating about Javonta Tank Davis fighting in the UK. Is there any Hmm. substance to this?
1: I don't know. I think you know, he's a big draw worldwide. So, I don't know who the opponent could be at 135 or 140, 147. don't know. But, you know, I think he's boxed before. Didn't he box at a copper box a few years ago Jake, against Liam Walsh? Uh, so. Yeah.
0: No, one of the Walsh.
1: Uh, Liam Walsh, sorry. So, you know, I think that's, you know, be, be good for British boxing.
0: Jake Paul returns against Ryan Borland. Uh, your thoughts? I saw well, it today. Ryan uh, Borland has look. had one fight since 2018.
1: I'm loving the opponents. I'm loving it. But look, to be fair to Jake, he's on the undercard of Amanda Serrano. So, look, he's staying active, isn't he? But he's finding these guys, as you saw with the last guy, you know. But, listen, he's doing his thing. Fair play to him.
0: We know he says he wants to be a world champion, but on your side, I mean, more from a matchmaking standpoint, where do you... But
1: sooner or later, he's going to have to fight a serious fighter. And I'm... And good luck to him. Like, he's preparing himself to do that. And sooner or later, he's going to pick someone from the top 100 in the world or 200 in the world, and then it's going to start getting serious. But maybe he's improving. You know, I've always said, when I said Jake Paul's average as a professional fighter, that's not like, honestly, that was a compliment. And I'm sure he's improved over time. So good luck. But I would like to see him after this one actually fight someone that's for real. And see and test himself because I think he wants to test himself. So, respect
0: Shakur Stevenson has said he's retiring. Thoughts?
1: Yeah, look, he's frustrated. I mean, look, sometimes fighters got to understand he's fought for the WBC world title. He can't fight for the WBO world title in a vacant situation. Navarrete moved up from 130 to 135. It makes him an automatic mandatory under the WBO rules. He has to fight the next available in line, and I'm sure you know, Shakur will get a shot at unification. So you definitely won't see him retiring and uh keep doing what he's doing. He's a great fighter.
0: Just lastly, 2024, who would have thought the year that Frank Warren is now going in on me for my pink stony? I mean, he's taken one of the book for that. Um, He also said he's going to sm- uh, smack Matchroom's ass in the 5v5, but it almost seems a little bit too amicable, even like when... Uh, nah, I, it's not I, amicable. I've... It's not.
1: Listen, there's a... I, I enjoy being around those like and, and genuinely like I've be, I've enjoyed their company and it's refreshing to work with them I think we can do a lot of things together but as far as Matrim v Queensbury goes this is personal this is war right and already with my conversations with George like we want certain fights they want certain fights we're arguing about you know we we want to win so this is history this is legacy of British boxing, and this is an unbelievable bit of fun and opportunity for fight fans. So, lots of talk. There'll be an official announcement on Fury and Garnu week. It's going to blow your mind. Fury
0: and Garnu week. Oh, Joshua yes. and
1: Garnu week. Sorry. sorry, Joshua and Garnu week. Sorry, yeah, sorry. Um, for us, it's absolute must win.
0: Callum Smith versus Anthony Yard. Callum Smith has come out and said he's not retiring the Anthony Yard. Yeah, I, I like that.
1: You know, obviously, I thought he might retire. Um, that's definitely one that could work. Obviously, you got Yard against Craig Richards as well. is a is a good fight. Um, there's so many fights. Look, we're probably going to have to extend this to the UK as well for a fight night because there's literally 15 fights we could make.
0: All right, Edward, uh, I'm going to keep you for 30 seconds after this, if you don't mind. Thank you for speaking to All right. Boxing Social,
1: Sports Social Podcast Network